Sometimes the universe is a little too difficult on us. Some days you almost think it's impossible to make it like everything around you is going wrong and that there is no hope left at all. But one must keep rolling because life becomes a little easier when you have someone to share the load with and when you least expect it. The rains will go away like they were never here and then all will be sunny like the story of the summer. Alive and kicking with Rahul Bamni. New episodes every Friday. Welcome Prathamesh uh, to Alive and Kicking. Uh thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Uh we started this podcast uh, with the thought that uh we talk about different opinions, different perspectives, different stories. And uh this is the, and you just make it to the nine people on my list and I remember just meeting you 2 years back in Wilson College because of Krishna sir. Uh and uh and it's just been you've just been in my heads ever since then and uh, i thought it would be a great idea to introduce you to more people that i know and to tell them about you and so that they can know you as well uh so thank you so much for taking out time uh it really thank you thank you rahul <laughs> uh, uh i'm going to start by saying um we are going to call this episode more than what you see uh feet prathamesh bendre uh and the idea is uh, let so before i begin let me tell everybody who's watching that uh prathamesh is way older than he appears to be he looks very young but he is actually old <laughs> i i first time i saw him i thought he was like 21 22 but no he's not uh, as young as us uh he's really experienced in this corporate field and everything and uh, Prathamesh is a Xavier's graduate. He later went on to do. Uh, he also is a GLC graduate with law from 2018. Uh, Prathamesh has been uh, an intern at Midday. Uh, he was associated with a startup uh, long back. He has worked at uh, Frictions Innovative Education as a content developer, a business development associate uh, with Inceptor Technology. He's worked. Uh, he's also i think you've done something with reki no i cleared my that was very recent and uh, good that you have uh, observed it i finished my reki 3 levels in may this year when the lockdown was on because i had nothing to do and it was an <laughs> online thing yeah wow so w- what is basically like if you don't mind me asking what is reki like i have no idea okay reki is basically a hands on healing uh, uh, modality uh, it's a healing modality where uh, you t- the energy is transferred from the uh, practitioner's hands to the recipient's uh, body basically wow and this is like a therapy like you you yeah, this it's therapy? a therapy yeah yeah it originated in india but was risk- rediscovered in uh, it's a japanese now uh we call it yuzuvi reki because mika yuzuvi was the person who uh, dis- rediscovered it uh, yeah. in 19th century uh, uh, early 1800s and uh, that's when it started uh, gaining popularity and then spreading and then each uh, uh, region has its own uh, diversions and uh, varieties and they called it american form of doing it or the indian way of doing it uh, originally uh, mudra uh, 
Gautam Buddha practiced it and that is the root that we trace back wow. so it's a healing modality and uh, yeah so so you uh, thought of it manje uh, you wanted to get into this uh, sort of like place where you are able to heal people in some way was that the motivation uh, yes 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 and also self healing self oh, so it also works with your own self yeah 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 that's amazing and 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 how is this not as famous as the normal counseling or therapy like you know i've also heard a lot about like animal therapy you know or or like uh, what do they do when they like touch your hands and press some points uh, there's some uh, acupressure acupressure <laughs> acupressure yeah. so i've heard about yeah. all these things but i was not aware about reiki yeah yeah the, uh, it did not now it's the popularity is growing i think but uh, because of the western medicine uh, that we have uh, i think it, there was a purpose full uh, effort that was being made to not make it popular because uh, you don't want electric cars right if you own a petrol pump yeah <laughs> as good as that so all the uh, hindustan petroleum guys would hate elon musk because he is being bringing tesla tesla so, yes as good as that yeah great so has has doing three levels of reiki helped is are you experiencing some sort of uh, difference uh, so i finished it in me and in person i did only once uh, when the person was in uh, present in front of me but i have sent uh, multiple times uh, distance reiki so the per- person is not really here but he is willing to receive reiki so i send it across wow and and so now it's fair to say that reiki has also become digital and you can actually like no no it was always like that it is always distance so you can send it to uh, a person who is in the icu where icu where you cannot go physically but uh, in that person's best interest you intuitively feel that it's necessary that you send it and uh, if you it's in your hand then why not then you send it you just meditate for some time and then you send it wow that's that's yeah. that's uh, that's something new i have learned today i didn't know any i had no idea about this and i'm yeah, so glad yeah. that i now know i'm going to go after this session and go and google reiki and read up and watch some youtube sure videos, sure you know sure sure you can do that that uh, brings me to the question like you said you have spent some actual qualitative time learning reiki but how yeah. has otherwise the lockdown been for you uh i invested m- more time in reading because uh, uh as you know i'm a writer and mm. for my uh, writing creative juices to flow i need to feed also i need to feed my brains so i spent time uh watching videos reading um and uh, besides that i there was not much of a writing per se but it did happen uh on and off and uh, i was also as you mentioned i graduated in 2018 yeah uh, with law but uh, after that i was doing something which had nothing to do with law i was doing business development with a startup so kind of uh, lost touch but uh, now again this lockdown turned out to be uh, a blessing in disguise because it gave me four five months to uh, catch up on what i have what i had missed out on in the field of law 
and now once the lockdown is uh, done with uh, and we are allowed to move freely physically mm-hmm. then uh, the immediate plan of action will be to practice uh, under some lawyer that is uh, that is amazing uh, so you yeah. have taken time for yourself uh, in this lockdown uh, yeah. to to read killers you've done poetry i'm pretty sure because i heard uh, a few yeah, videos so- I had my last uh, uh, physical as in where I had gathering in front of me that was on 7th March and then everything came to a standstill. So poetry is happening like we are doing a session now it's happening on Facebook Facebook live or Instagram uh, Insta live but uh, not monetarily but it's happening for my own uh, peace of mind peace of mind. And how yeah. how, how has it been like now I think this has become an everyday thing now you you have to get on facebook live or you have to get on zoom calls and like everybody is busy is just got into this chain ki now the world is my in front of my phone or in my laptop and this is i have this is the way i have to continue so how has that benefit how uh so basically as you are aware that i cannot see so i need help in terms of setting the background up and things like that but uh, uh when the lockdown was on my sister my uh, elder sister who who is sighted who could who can see she was with us here and uh, that worked because uh, she could see and help me out with the background and then once the phone was set up then i could do it and she could read out comments from the comment section that that's so uh, who cool. has joined you know. <laughs> so uh, people could also hear the glimpses of her voice reading out comments but that was that was fine and your reactions and your reactions to the comments also right yeah Obviously. yeah yeah that's yeah. that's amazing i think and so now so now uh, she is not around so but you are figuring out on your own no no she has gone to her sasural now <laughs> yeah, yeah wow so she actually came to her ma uh, maher in marathi to yes. we say maher yeah uh, yes and uh, she spent some time with you I don't want to make it sound different but I just want to know how is uh, how is quarantine or how is mm-hmm. lockdown different for someone like you who cannot see uh well so uh, me and my both parents my mom and dad three of us uh, cannot see okay uh, and only my sister is someone who can see like you guys so uh, that was the reason that she was here with us throughout the uh, phase Uh, and once only when things started you know uh, slowly slowly opening uh, she went back so she was there to uh, and my my dad being a senior citizen now and they the la, la, that uh, people all 60 should not go out and they are more prone to get it uh, catch the virus yes yes, 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 so yes yes that was the reason that she was with her, us and once a week uh, i used to go with her on her bike to get things and uh, that was it so um, physically we were not allowed to go but once in a while when once in a week we could go and get things that uh, with uh, digital devices being accessible it was not like that so all your uh, everything had come to a standstill including your uh, daily show Uh, uh daily episodes on uh, tv so yes. uh, they were all episodes so that was also not something that you could you know uh, look for entertainment in but uh, 
smartphone being accessible and uh, computers being accessible with the softwares i could read i could watch youtube and uh, getting bored was not not really the thing with me <laughs> i had a lot of fun i'm glad someone enjoyed <laughs> the lockdown and quarantine uh, yeah. i w- i i was super bored i quit my job in may and then i was started planning you know alive and kicking and we were just into this chain and then uh, mayank uh, vivian and rohan and i we would just have meetings and discuss that's that was the most interesting part about this lockdown uh, otherwise to oh, i would otherwise to i would just uh, i don't know i would sleep most of the time actually i think was sleeping i i have never slept so much that i slept mm. in this lockdown but i'm glad that uh, otherwise quarantine is just the same for you right did that brings me to your uh, entire big ass resume that you have about doing so many things uh you let's just begin i don't know where to begin so you graduated from st xavier's that let's start there yes i graduated in 2015 uh with uh, ba political science as my major uh, uh in civics and uh, i did my 10th uh, in dombivli uh okay. where i was uh, where i stay so there was no train travel involved back then and things happened in that way that i could see till my 10th standard to, to an extent after my prelims i started losing sight uh, gradually and uh, i was operated and all but uh, things didn't work out so uh, 11th i got admission in zevius i was happy because everyone's wishing to get, get there and i could get there <laughs> but yes. uh, uh, train travel also uh, uh, came uh, with zevius and uh, so pre because i had turned uh, totally blind uh, recently my sister was there to accompany me for few weeks few days 15 days or 3 weeks initially and then i made friends on central line who were with me and then i uh, took it up i picked it up and then i started traveling alone and then 5 years of zevers i had in um, uh be a political science i finished with and then as you mentioned 3 years of law at government law college so i have ba llb now and uh, before i could finish my law i had started with the startup that you talked about working as a business development associate that went on till august 19 and uh, since then i have been just focusing on my own stuff doing poetry events going live doing live shows and uh, now that i've decided to again give it a shot to the uh that's the whole plan to start practicing in terms of uh, uh court practice yeah i'm so glad that Once you the court actually start functioning physically yeah i'm so glad you actually uh, finally took time for yourself because i have uh, i can't imagine 5 years of paul science 3 years of llb that's 8 years there itself <laughs> and then you uh, worked on a startup for uh, one year after that or you were working simultaneously two years two years, two years. that's a lot of education yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of education and a lot of learning 
yeah certainly was but i i believe that regardless of whatever you want to do in life uh, the sales experience or the sales profile that you have in terms of business uh gives you an opportunity to you know uh, shape yourself because regardless of whatever you do in life you are doing sales uh, you like it or not or you know it or not the kid who is crying convincing his parents to get something is also doing sales if you look at it he's trying to convince and uh, but we don't see those things and uh, coming from a law background and politics uh, as you said uh had nothing to do with business as such but that 18 months two years period was something that was uh, uh, needed to do the grooming to do the uh, molding of my personality in terms of uh, understanding people understanding people's behavior and how people think i'm pretty sure you know in some way or the other law sort of gave you a different perspective towards uh, business development or you know or the other way around that business development sort of yeah, gave you a yeah. different perspective i think i think it never goes in vain no we always uh, we learn something and then it in some way or the other it it just helps certainly like you said like you mentioned you know even a child crying uh, to get something from his parents is convincing and basically that's marketing right that's sales you just yeah you know that it works uh, to get your demand fulfilled so you cry <laughs> exactly so it's i think the consumer the the sales people and the and the marketer is smart they know how to go about this yeah yeah uh, so you did that and between somewhere that was journalism uh, work, uh, working no so what happened was uh, before law before law and after getting done with my uh, political science degree in that summer uh, in fact my results were not out i was done with my final year exam uh, at mm-hmm. zvs and you know krishna sir so krishna sir uh, uh, i used to write articles and send to krishna sir and there was one more professor in zvs yeah. i used to write about anything and everything so uh, uh, and they kind of saw that i was good at writing they realized that i can do it so he said uh, why don't you give it a shot i would uh, if you are interested i will speak with a person at a newspaper yes of mine because krishna sir came from journalism background and yes. so he said why don't you give it a shot in terms of short internship and then uh, because it it never happened that i was giving him a resume or something i just casually shared my articles he thought that i have uh, i can do writing and that's what uh, me uh, landing up in uh, midday and uh, then i had my internship 6 weeks internship with, with midday as a intern journalist and that was before doing law so it uh, regardless of the experience and me getting bylines and everything what it did was it created more confusion in my mind in terms of should i continue with journalism or should i go and do law that uh, that was the liking that i had developed for journalism that Amazing. i actually thought of continuing but uh, then from journalism field itself people were like as you said nothing goes waste so even if you don't feel like doing law after getting your degree you can always come back to journalism no one is stopping you but if you feel like learning go get your degree and then if you think 
that you still feel like writing then you can always come back and then you can do legal journalism or political journalism for that matter because you come from that degree so uh, that's what i uh, decided to do i went on to do my law after venture uh, and then after getting out of midday also i was uh, doing freelance stories for uh, the people working in midday only so they would do stories so they would say why don't you speak over the phone uh, get the facts right get the story and then submit your story and i could get my byline that way So it was fun. Uh, I think it's such a great story. joy, you know, Prathamish. I think uh, getting a byline is so. Uh, I mean, people don't realize how the importance and the joy that a byline gets you. Uh, you know, and when you know that, <laughs> when you know that there's an article that you wrote and it's published and it's out there, I think it's it's one of the best feelings around. And like you said, you can always come back. You know, you do law, you do yeah, journal. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You do Paul science. You can always come back to what you like. So I think a great lesson to learn here is that you figure your figure out, figure out what you whatever you uh, whatever options lie in front of you, and then what you don't like, uh, I think you can give it up. No, so in my case, uh, what you're saying is right. But in my case, the byline thing was motivated by Krishna sir's bet. I don't know whether he told you or not, but no, Krishna no, tell sir us. Like tell you are getting. you are getting 6 weeks of internship and in these 6 weeks that you spend at midday if you could get 6 bylines we will go for a lunch i will take you out on a lunch that was his offer and uh, i did spend 6 6 weeks and at the end of 6 weeks i had 8 bylines in midday that so is amazing <laughs> and uh, we did go, go out for a lunch He has to. He has to. I go to yeah. Kamath restaurants, which is for uh, especially for non-veg. So yeah. Oh, oh. fish. Yeah. Fish. Wow! Uh, can you believe like a bet worked out and you outshined yourself? Eight bhailans. I think he should have just yeah. taken you out for a coffee also after that dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was so full that I could not have coffee. <laughs> yeah. You should tell him the bet was for six uh, bylines. I still have bylines, two. Yeah. <laughs> I still have yeah, two. Yeah. I think a dessert is in order. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but great. Uh, so so uh, we will obviously move on to and talk about journalism later. That's there in order. Uh, but so I'm guessing there's a vast set of things that you did. You know, you uh, from BD to journalism uh, to now wanting to move. Once uh, all of this is uh, better. the situation outside the pandemic i'm pretty sure you're going to go out and practice law under someone and uh, yeah yeah and that's something that you're looking forward to uh, and while this time uh, that is left uh, before that it's been about writing it's been about art it's been about celebrating poetry so there's a sense of uh, personal joy that you're getting out of doing all of this right true true uh let me go to the section where uh like you mentioned you started losing sight uh just after your 10th grade uh so, uh yeah. then then at this the timing was so right that the traveling in the train came at the same time and and i think right or wrong i don't know but <laughs> now that i have managed it turns out to be right yeah 
I was being tested for hard things. Exactly, and I'm, I'm, it's un, you know, I'm so glad that, like, like I, I told you, you know, I've mentioned it to you before that I have seen so many of my Wilson friends who used to walk, uh, to Charni Road, you know, and they were visually challenged yeah. as well. And and when you when you tell us yeah. your story about uh, starting uh, college life and traveling in the trains and managing all of this, when I'm I'm so glad that you know I think your sister has been a great support system. Uh, at that is that is that is hundred percent true. The, she uh, we, I owe everything to her. Yes, that is that is. We give her the due credit. No doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, so then you started traveling in the trains, and that was five. And I know trains are tiring. Like it's, fi- I have traveled five years to Chennai Road, and I and I'm completely understood uh, what you must have gone through. Uh, how was how was dealing with life like uh, in the trains in Mumbai, in the city of uh, crowd? No, so uh, um, in my case, it was. Uh, a different story i would say that uh, it wasn't tiring for me at all and i had a very very good group uh, you know mumbai locals have these groups of people totally. because everyone travels at the same time so i had a lovely bunch of people and i was the youngest because i was a college goer and all rest of them were working uh, some of were uh, nearing their retirement so they were not of my age at all but uh, we end up having a lot of good time and uh, my college in the junior college uh, when i was in 11th and 12th uh, my college used to end by 4:20 but i used to catch train at 5:32 uh, from zevius because i had a group in that train so you would and wait I back so you would wait back i i, I won't um, i did not mind spending that much time in the canteen and chill out and then go for 5:32 because if anyways i want to spend an hour in the train i might as well spend it good having fun and those were the people that you won't believe that uh, it was my last year i think in college or uh, a year before but those people on my birthday they cut a cake in the train that is <laughs> that, that is that's so good that's so and sweet that was, that was unexpected so that year i had uh, three or four four cake cutting i think but uh, train people bringing the cake from the office uh, they uh, getting the cake on their way back and then having a cake cutting in the train that was something that i never thought i would happen and it was a lovely time i i loved the train i, I did not have any issues and that was when uh, i did my law uh, that time i used to catch train at 5:45 in the morning because i had to reach uh, ch- church gate at 7 church gate yeah uh, so 545 was also a different experience first day i thought that itna jaldi kon jayega trains would be empty <laughs> but it was as crowded as it could be from dombivili at uh, 545 yeah matlab the train used to come from karjat and it was crowded in at dombivili yeah 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 flooded are you serious and, at 545 in the morning my god yeah yeah because that was the first fast train to run okay pehle ka sab slow trains hain and that was the first fast train because of which it 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 is bound to be crowded and uh, but that train also had uh, a bunch of lovely people and we had our share of memories there 
and i'm still in touch with those people after getting done with law so train had a good also everything is mixed of everything so uh, it also had bad experiences uh, which is a share of your own experience that you must go through but uh, otherwise it was fun tra- traveling and i'm once the law waiting to get back to train and move around so i'm i'm glad that you're choosing to focus on the good memories that you've had in the mumbai trains yeah uh, you know mumbai trains has been such an integral part of our discussion throughout the other episodes also because everybody most of the people i have i've been talking to are all from bombay and you know i think local has been like a very good topic of discussion with everyone and everybody has a different experience we are going to go through this section which is which which i would like to call life and uh, i wanted to understand how you go about living your life and how we do it uh, so so i want to understand firstly what is the importance of muscle memory in in your life like today uh, what i experimented with my life was i i was taking a bath and i said i will close my eyes and i will try to find or search for everything uh, with my eyes closed which will be my soap which will be my shampoo or whatever it is you know my towel wherever it's hanging and i was very easily able to figure it out uh because i guess that we do it every day apan roz he activities karto right apan apan roz he actions karto so muscle memory is a kind importance hai what is the importance uh, of muscle memory uh just give me a minute huh? yeah 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 so uh, what you are referring to is i think uh, what we call a sensory substitution and okay. uh, what basically happens is uh, when your one sense is taken away like in your case today you were just experimenting by closing your eyes but for someone yeah. like me or someone uh, all the people who cannot see uh, with them it's it's the reality and uh, when their one sense is taken away uh people believe that uh, people with blindness have sixth sense or whatever but it's it's not really like that it's because your one sense is taken away your other senses tend to be heightened using them more as good as that so for example when you're if assuming that you are righty and your right hand uh, god forbid it gets fractured you will tend to use your left hand more and yes. over a period of time you will get you will get good at uh, using your left hand even at whatsapp typing messages so uh, it's everything happens by practice now today you said that you could do it but there are people who say that no no i struggled a lot to uh, get things going with uh, my eyes closed but those people if they are made to do it for 6 months they will also get good at it in all so, probabilities so let's say you so you are trying to say is a lot of it is practice a lot of everything it is, about it is practice yeah yeah it, it it only happens to practice that you get so uh doing a thing uh, long enough is is the key i think okay so i think it's it's really not about uh the sixth sense or whatever others keep saying 
uh, it's about how certainly not certainly not yeah it's, so it's really what happened that. i will i will narrate a story to you about this sixth, sixth sense thing uh, it's it's actually a funny incident that happened on the road with me uh, when i was uh, walking down from the station to my house there is a straight road that goes to my house uh and uh, i was walking with my stick in my hand and i was walking alone and there were two girls walking behind me okay okay and uh, they were talking at the top of their voice at my back behind me saying that um, guys first girl said guys ko help karna chahiye okay and uh, the second girl said uh, I don't know कहाँ तक जाएगा मतलब which how long he wants to go or कौन से direction में जाएगा पता नहीं so uh, he he uh, she said that कहाँ तक जाएगा मालूम नहीं and then the first girl uh, without saying anything onto that she just held my elbow and started walking with me yeah and uh, then after walking four five steps I asked her आप कहाँ तक जाओगे and she told me X Y Z प्लेस कि मुझे वहां तक जाना है आपको कैसे पता कि द वन हु इज होल्डिंग यू इज अ गर्ल नॉट अ गाय Excuse me, just two minutes back you were talking at the top of your voice behind me, and assume that because I am blind, I cannot hear also. Yes. I could not tell her that I overheard your conversation because that is not something which is really good. Good to say. And I could not also, I could not also fool her by saying that it's just by sixth sense that I know that it is a girl and not a guy, because which is also not true. Which is not true. Yeah. So I just so in that moment of time, being eleventh standard, I just said that no, no, it's not true. And uh, fortunately, she did not uh, interrogate more, and she could just let me go like that. But uh, things happen that way, and there are so many experiences that keep happening. And the part Rahul Gandhi, I think, is you get to meet whole lot of. strangers whom you would not meet if you could see so now for example you being sighted no one will ask you to ask you okay whether you need help to go somewhere never you just never walk on your own <laughs> and you go <laughs> nobody asks and me for help <laughs> so uh, if and because when you need something whether you uh, need to cross the road or should i help you with something and these all are strangers whom i meet probably only once in my life i don't know whether i will see them again or they will meet me again but uh, that is the best part about being uh, blind i think that you get to meet whole lot of strangers and uh, do you they end up sharing their stories which otherwise you would have ne- would have not had access to totally totally i i'm uh, i'm amazed that now that girl wherever she is living with this fact that you said bas pata chalta hai and and now she thinks wow everybody uh, who is visually challenged has like a big sixth sense and bas pata chal jata hai 
yeah if the if she is carrying that uh, impression that is that is again my fault because that is not true but that is being that uh, young uh, i could not give her a satisfactory answer Back then, say eight years back. But Prathamesh, uh, I want to ask you. Uh, like you mentioned, she just came randomly from the back and held your elbow and started walking yeah. with you. Uh, do you True. think? Do you think consent is important when it comes to helping people? Uh, with disability or with uh, with uh, with a different sense of being. Uh, do you think विचारणे important की hi do you need my help माला माजी गरज आहे मी तुम्हाला चालून help करू do you think consent play like because we talk about consent so much now but we only talk about it inside the room you know and we are not talking about it enough outside in the world uh, you re- <laughs> I mean I, you know I just had this question so I wanted to ask I don't think so like like you mentioned too Dombivli पे CSP Churchgate roads travel कराया था You were amazing at it. Tula practice halali. You were a pro. I can say you were a pro. Tamare tula most of the time helps you guys nassel par. But do you really think consent is important? Which are na important hai? Ah, uh, see, there are two. To it, yes, asking whether the person needs help or not uh, is is good in a sense that. Uh, if the person doesn't want help he or she will tell you that no no thank you so much but i'm fine and uh, then the person who is willing to help also knows that the person is fine and doesn't need help asking is good in that sense and in my case i being a boy a yeah. male per se uh too much about it but what you are saying is true for someone who is with a disability and A female that she would she would like if the person helping first asks that can I hold you and walk or not or should it do should it be the other way that you hold me and we walk? But I think asking uh, makes you alert that uh, this is what is going to happen to you and uh, you are prepared or you are ready or you say that no no thank you I'm I'm fine I will manage if you are confident enough to go and uh, even. even if the person is you know pro at it as you say uh sometimes what happens is not that if no one helps me i will not reach there because i know the way i will get there but probably if there is someone who is going on the same way in the same direction and who is who is able to see probably when i get there in 15 minutes with that person being with me i can go faster and get there in 8 minutes i can save time that is also true to a great extent because because i will walk at my pace being careful of everything around me if there is no one at 11 in the night i know the way i will get there and i will not be stuck at a point ki are abhi mere ko koi leke jane wala hai nahi hmm if even if i know the way and there is someone who is going in the same direction and asks me if i need help i would definitely take it because i'm saving my time yes and getting there faster so it it is fair so there are there are whole lot of approaches and yeah. there, some people would say that no no you do you go your own way i i don't need to save my time i'll go my way at my pace in my time thank you so much that can also be a perspective which i think uh, i would respect 
is not rude it's i don't think so it's rude it's, it's very uh, subjective that way it's not rude and it's subjective but uh, uh, when i say it's subjective that what that means is there is not a single cap that fits all they, we cannot uh, generalize that way true true agreed do you do you think uh, it's easy to trust uh, mumbai cars now and do you uh, is you know it's just a sense of question because i'm pretty sure you had amazing encounters with a lot of people in the past 4 5 years uh, but how how have you managed to trust them like you know um so uh, before you begin me, before you begin especially uh, just take the phone a little niche i can only see your forehead fine more more niche 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 yes way fine. better yes tell me so uh with me especially uh, rahul uh, things uh, not only with mumbaikers but uh, trusting people has been somehow easy in my case i don't know how and uh, it also comes with a cost but i i am like that i am i am that kind of per- person who trusts easily and uh, that has uh, not been very tragic so far in my life it has worked out well but uh, what i have observed is because i cannot see i told you that you get to uh, talk to a lot of strangers and they end up talking to you because you are say walking 10 minutes 15 minutes together and you can't just be mute so they end up talking and in fact because i'm blind they end up sharing stories uh trusting me that not share otherwise so what had happened was i told you that in just to leave at 420 i used to get them at 420 mm-hmm. and around 5 or so when i left the college to get to csd there was one particular person who met me several times on my way to uh, zvs to csd hmm. and uh, i don't know where that person is today i don't know whether he is listening to this video or not but what that person's job was his master uska jo shit tha us boss or whatever you call him under him he was working he was yeah. behind the bars he was in the jail okay and this person's job was to take tiffin from his house homemade food get to the jail uh, and let him have his food and get the dabba back to his house that was his job for which he is being he was being paid okay and uh, generally 4:30 wagera time that is not the time that uh, government servants leave it is generally 5:35 that uh, 9 to 5 to minimum job hota hai Yeah. So I end up asking this person at 4:30, how do you get done? Because I am in college, that is a different thing. I get done with lectures, but how come do you go early? And then he said that no, no, I don't. I am not doing a traditional job thing. But uh, my 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 shit is behind the bars, and I my job is to get him food from his house, and I get paid for that. and now is the time that once he is done with the food i am taking the dabba back to his house to his wife okay and i said okay and he said i could share this with you only because you can't see oh i could trust you because you cannot see and by that what he meant was even if i decide to go and discuss with this 
person called Rahul, I will not be in a position to figure out and say who that man was because I have never seen his face. <laughs> so he was being comfortable that regardless of whatever I am sharing with him, there is no way that he can trace me back ever. So I am I am very secured and I can talk shit with him because he cannot trace me back. That was his approach. That was his approach. Right or wrong, I don't know. Uh, we can't be judgmental on that. But uh, when you say how difficult it is to trust people, I think uh, when people told me that they are finding it easier to trust me because I cannot see, that was also uh, a surprise and a different perspective. I did not think in that direction. But this particular person uh, made me think in that direction. How everybody says that you know life is a race, life is a race, hai, sabko hai, ye wo, ye wo. Uh, you know, do you consider it to be a race or do you consider it to be a walk? Uh, what, what, what is your perspective about life? Are you also running? Uh, see, even in race, even if we call it a race, uh, there are different perspectives uh, to look at it. There are different uh, ways to look at it and we can come up with different perspectives. So, uh, there can be a 100 meter marathon where things matter who uh, when it matters who is the fastest or it can also be a two and a half hours marathon wherein it matters who stays till the end yeah so uh, i think life is the second kind of a marathon wherein it's not important uh, who is the quickest to get there but it it definitely matters who stays in and who stays the longest who is there till the end and who spends longer time so it's like a test match it's not a 2020 uh you can make less runs but what matters is you have sp- you have spent one more day and uh, that is how i look at uh, uh, life it's it's about five days match wherein staying longer is the focus or should be the focus uh, not uh, 2020 wherein runs matter or the pace matters so i think it's fair to say that uh, what rajesh khanna said in anand or i don't know i am mm-hmm. wrong he said life lambi nahi ba- badi honi chahiye and i think yeah. you are you are yeah <laughs> i think it's fair to say we are we are somewhere there this brings me to a point where we talk about your experience. You have worked in journalism, you have loved it, and you have taken a conscious choice of moving ahead and doing law. Uh, yeah. What do you see today? You, I'm pretty sure you're, you know, you're, you know what is happening around. You're listening to the news. Yeah, uh, the country's GDP, uh, a big celebrity. Twenty-three point nine uh, contraction. Yeah, <laughs> a big celebrity's uh, death, uh, farmer suicides, everything, everything. What do you think is the state of journalism today in India? And um, also, in the by the end, you know, as you continue, uh, who are the journalists that you th- you think are unbiased and you look forward to or you look up to, according to you? Well, uh, there is no one person or one channel or one newspaper to point out good job that is doing not so good job, but. Uh, in the current times that we are living in, I think uh, 
it's it's a very unfortunate uh, scenario to see wherein uh, so much is happening and so much is happening in the wrong way so uh, that's that's their means like for example when we, we when we blame a college for example uh, in glc we we said that uh, lectures don't happen and uh, lectures don't happen because students don't turn up or the teachers said that teachers uh, students are uh, not willing to come hence lectures don't happen so it's both ways and in case of media also the news agencies can say that we are reporting this because this is what people want to see yeah and people can say that if you show us something different we are very much willing to see but you never show that so uh, we don't know who to blame for and it can be a blame for from the both ends so better to not get into that but it the scenario has been very 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 negative and depressing uh, with the kind of journalism that is happening around and uh, the being a lawyer i am using the word media trial very consciously <laughs> and that is what is happening which is unfortunate to because we believe uh, in in law the cardinal principle innocence should be presumed until proven guilty so you are presumed to be innocent unless otherwise is proved against you so and an accused is supposed to be treated like that but with the media thing that is going around the kind of journalism is going around i think it is it has been the narrative has been changed to, to the other way around and saying that you are presumed to be guilty unless proven innocent that is the kind of trend that we are living in which is very mm-hmm. unfortunate and my deal with is i make it a point to look for positive news i use a uh, on the newspaper apps but there is an app called in shorts i am sure you must be aware of it yes yes it gives you a quoting in 60 words so by scrolling my focus is not to skip ke ha ye nahi dekhne ka ye nahi dekhne ka xyz nahi dekhne ka that is not my focus but i look consciously for a positive news and trust me you do find positive news uh if you look for it and then i share it on my social media uh with a hashtag uh, positivity or positive news and uh that is my way to get around it or get away from it if you say that i choose to look positive news and uh, i do end up finding some so it's fair to say that it's a choice yeah you choose to see what if you don't like x news channel there is no point crying about it you can change the channel as good as that if you don't like one newspaper change to something else but point is if that something else is also doing the same then there is a serious issue <laughs> so we forget that the remote of our life is actually in our hands yeah 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 we can change the channel yes someone like a normal sighted person ends up meeting or comes a, comes across a person who does not have vision does not have sight and the first emotion usually that they have is sympathy you know uh which yeah. is which i don't i i don't know if it's the right like you said it's we don't know if it's the right feeling to have or the wrong feeling to have 
but do you mm. do you feel do you think there's a guideline or there's a how to behave or how to uh how to talk to a person who does not have vision if i say that if, if i go to talk on a list or sort of guidelines that you talk about that will also be again preaching which is again going the wrong way because i say i i told you that it, everything is everything is about practice yes those people are acting in a certain manner because they don't have had the exposure their exposure has been limited to the extent of helping someone to cross the road and with the limited exposure we expect them to behave in the manner that we say is we say is right then that is not fair to them either so in our what is in our hands is to give them exposure and that is what is krishna sir has been doing through the workshops he is bringing things on the table for people to notice that this these are the things that are there which we tend to overlook and after noticing these things which are real if you choose to if you think that it's wise to uh, decide now to act in a different way then that is a conscious choice that people by themselves make because if you by guidelines or whatever rules law being a law student i should not say that actually but what lords do is they tell you how, what to do but they don't tell you why and uh, you are very unlikely to follow it if you are not if if it's not conveyed to you that why a uh, certain th- particular fashion so when people interact i believe that we live in small boxes we live in our own closed boxes made be communal like is hindu is xyz or made be poor and rich or made be urban and rural yeah or made be disabled and non disabled or made be so called straight and uh, transgender we don't know but we live in small boxes and there is no cr- outside box interaction cross box interaction is not happening because of which people don't have exposure so now if the krishna sir workshop had not happened in your college when you were in wilson i don't know if we would have been having this conversation and uh, and uh, let me tell you that when i when i visit ruya after a workshop has already happened there and the experience before do see a change in the the kind of uh, reactions the kind uh, the manner in which people approach you and the interaction that take place you do see a change after a workshop and uh, so things are changing and uh, people like krishna sir are doing a fantastic job in that direction without a vested interest because he is not a party to it see he is not a visually impaired himself so he doesn't have a personal interest in it but he thinks that this is something that needs to be done and hence he is doing it and things are changing in the positive direction so it's not through uh what to do or what not to do list but i think the more of the exposure that we increase the more of the workshops that happen uh that is the way to get people at least know that there is something like this exists and we should 
uh, investigate more we should explore more on the these lines more cross box interactions let's say you know more cross yeah 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 yes because uh, i believe that his surname is xyz so i have my preconceived notion but when i actually end up talking with him realize that the reality is something different yes so as good as that i think uh which brings us to the last point which is your amazing amazing poetry and we i had the privilege to listen to it when we were in wilson uh and uh, i have seen a couple of your videos on facebook where you upload your poetry uh how has yeah. poetry helped you uh what how much joy it brings to you i don't think so you can ever actually uh, you know accumulate or count that but but how has art helped you in a way and if you would like to share like a small four liner with us that you wrote uh, that would be great so uh, my journey with poetry uh, began in my 11th standard in zeviers and uh, my mother tongue is marathi but a uh, majority part of my writings Uh, happened in hindu or uh, hindi or urdu uh, or a mixture of it which we now call hindustani language mm. so uh, uh because of the kind of things that uh, i was feeding uh, into my brain so in my 11th standard i used to listen to a radio program uh, there is an rj uh, called rj karan singh so he comes up with a good program of uh, ghazals he used to now he whether the program continues or not i don't know but in my 11th standard the early uh, exposure was through this program and uh, in zevers there was a kavi sammelan that used to happen in the month of december and uh, that kind of made me write because uh, the program was giving me a stage to perform and the for five years of my zevers and when i was nearing the end of my journey in zevers i thought that poetry should not halt when my college ends here so then i started doing my own poetry shows and uh, two years back uh, my mentor in the field of ghazal writing now devrup sharma he is uh, he is amazing and he has uh, literally Uh, given me the guidance and he has mentored me he has trained me in the form of uh, ghazal writing and because of that kind of a training now my my the kind of people that i sit with the kind of people that i get to interact with the kind of shows that happen everything has changed after that uh, 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 exposure after that interaction with devru now i am fully into uh, ghazals and uh, i write i perform and what it the poetry as an art what it has done is um what happens is you know many people are not very honest to admit it but i uh, happen to admit it openly that uh, like when people appreciate me and there is an inner desire which is present in everyone matlab uh, 90% of us 
whether people accept it or not but there is a desire to be famous there is a desire that people should know me for what i'm doing totally or people should know me through what i'm doing and the desire is there and it it is there is nothing wrong to accept it or yeah. admit it openly so uh, i like the kind of uh, uh, cheering that happens when i'm on the stage <laughs> i love it and i am totally a different person on the stage than i am in my house that is also a reality the prathamish that is on the stage is not only the person the kind of a person that i live so uh, there is a lot of stage voice and stage performance techniques into it but i simply love being on the stage and the kind of people that you get to interact the love that they shower you with Uh, and uh, things happen more after they even were when they meet you backstage and they want to shake hands with you they want to like pitch it book this a kind of life that i look for and that is what is motivating me money to the full shower you with and the number of people the more more changes you would have been able to reach out to you are able to do that because of your poetry so i published a book also in marathi called me tuza which wow. literally translates into english as i am yours which is a collection of four four liners in marathi you must be aware that uh, there is a form called sarori 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 is nothing but a four liner so in marathi there is a there is a there is an established writer his name is chandrashekhar gokhale and uh, chandrashekhar gokhale had a collection of poetry he maza okay and that was my first exposure to this form of uh, four liners in marathi and i got inspired i read more i watched his more videos on youtube i read other people's four liners in marathi and then i uh, uh, end up writing and uh, i published a book Uh, in fact it was my promise a kind of a challenge that to a friend of mine in zevius i had told her that by your birthday in november i should be done with four uh, 100 four liners wow and that was the thing that i told her it was nothing to do there was not a thought in my mind that i will publish a book it was only about a challenge that Finland. by november i sh- will be re- able to write uh, 100 four liners on different aspects of life yes. uh made be romance made be farmer suicide made be poverty made be politics anything all sorts of emotions all sorts of experience that we go through in our life in the form of 100 four liners 100 sarodya and uh, when i was actually done with it uh, that's when the book thought uh, entered my mind <laughs> and uh, with god's grace is out it's also available on kindle it there is also yes, i was about to ask you where can we access it can we access it because i would love yeah yeah there is a kindle edition on amazon if you just go and type me tuza by prathamesh bendri will get me tuza on me amazon it. pe hard copy bhi hai so we can order it uh hard copy bhi yeah 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 uh, matlab with the lockdown books were not uh, you know government had not put books in the essential categories i think uh, essential are... commodities so amazon was not delivering books okay. but now things are uh, coming 
even non essential items so books are not now being delivered great so that is I'm that is to, a good thing i think i'm going to get it i'm going to because i want to read more of marathi poetry and uh, yours would be yeah. the best way so to so you asked me to you asked you asked me to read out something so from that book if i could uh, sure, recall sure. something so there was one four liner in marathi uh, because you said some small thing i think four liners work the best best a little time to share more so mm-hmm. and that's the beauty and that's the challenge also i think because just in four liners you have to convey a profound thought so there was one uh, four liner which goes like this clear dev dekhil vichar karel tula mrutyu dene aadi dev dekhil vichar karel tula mrutyu dene aadi tula dur neta neta देव देखील विचार करेल तुला दूर नेण्याआधी तुला दूर नेता नेता माझे प्राण घेण्याआधी और देर वॉज वन मोर विच आयपोथेटिकली आयपोथेटिकली आय एम इन टू पार्ट्स ओके द वर्ल्ड इज इक्वली डिवायडेड इन टू पार्ट्स वेअर हाफ वर्ल्ड इज ब्लाइंड हाफ वर्ल्ड इज साइटेड ओके which means that for every seeing eye there is one non seeing eye so from that kind of a thought if you look at it it was like this ki kala jata kumejun kala jata kumejun karan phulanna jagta yav kala jata kumejun karan phulanna jagta yav amche dole mitun gele karan tumhala bagta yav wow the moment the moment the flower is blossomed there is no life for a kali yeah it has to die if the flower has to blossom as simple yeah. as that so the thought is like that ki amche doi mitun gele karan tumhala bagta hai khub sundar vichar hai and uh, <laughs> yeah i think yeah so uh, different perspectives it's all about perspectives in writing i think really really and uh, really. those who this... happen to line up with your perspective they appreciate it there is nothing good poetry or bad poetry it's only yeah. about people Poet. matching your wave uh, uh, thought of line yes the frequency that you work at and if your frequency matches then then there is nothing like it there is nothing like it and and this is yeah. i'm so glad that that you believe in perspectives we believe in perspectives this is what our podcast is about as well you know it's about stories it's about perspectives and uh, there is no right there is no wrong uh, you we should be able to appreciate poetry that we don't like as well because it's a way of poetry like you mentioned uh, i am so glad prathamesh you took out this time you gave us your one hour you spoke to us about things that are so amazing that are so different than the world and and i wish that someday you know when you're out there on the stage i can manage to be in that room and and cheer for you and then ask you for an autograph and click a picture with you uh, i already have one sure, with, my, sure. with my class we have a picture yeah. with you already but uh, yes but, yes yes i remember so, coming back to your yes. class it was a it was really uh, a nice lively bunch of people so and it happened at 8 in the morning yes and uh, that was the fun part of it your uh, this initiatives the kind of people that are helping you with uh, this thing happening the whole team 
it's a really great job that you are doing in the lockdown because especially when some to do put your time into it it's it's your video my story but you are putting so much effort to make it happen my story is going out but you feel that people should reach out to people and with positivity and uh, that's that's really a great job that you are doing and i think that is a best uh, utilization of the lockdown i would say so great job congratulations and i hope you keep doing this series and there are more episodes coming up Thank with you more positive so people than well i'm nothing but i'm looking forward to the people who are more established no, no. of course we we all are something no no we all are something pratimesh you are something i am something we all are something we're stories living and and i'm glad you're too kind you said these words i work with a great bunch of people and i i'm never going to fail to appreciate them they are amazing they're helping me do this so thank you so much for taking out time uh i'm going to ask people to subscribe like go listen to this podcast on spotify facebook linkedin youtube instagram it's everywhere i'm going to uh, tag you in the videos put in your profile so that they can reach out to your profile uh, your facebook is super active as well so they can listen to your poetry yeah that's that's about it uh, thanks yes, thank you thank you so much pratimesh hey so the next time someone asks you how are you doing you better say i'm alive and kicking Thank you for making it till the end of the podcast. You can check out our other episodes and visit our social media pages for other alive and kicking related content. Thank you.